0: Now, we're starting a new series uh, this morning in a little book, a strange book called Haggai. And if you want to turn in your Bibles to Haggai, Elizabeth is going to come and read for us chapter 1. And if the first person to find Haggai in the church Bibles could read out the number. It's
1: page 948.
0: There you go. 948
1: just after Zephaniah and just before Zechariah. Okay, chapter one of Haggai. In the second year of King Darius, on the first day of the sixth month, the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai to Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, son of Jozadak, the high priest. This is what the Lord Almighty says. These people say the time has not yet come to rebuild the Lord's house. Then the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai. Is it a time for yourselves to be living in your panelled houses while this house remains a ruin? Now this is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. You have planted much but harvested little. You eat but never have enough. You drink but never have your fill. You put on clothes but are not warm. You earn wages only to put them in a purse with holes in it. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. Go up to the mountains and bring down timber and build my house, so that I may take pleasure in it and be honoured, says the Lord. You expected much, but see, it turned out to be little. What you brought home I blew away. Why, declares the Lord Almighty, because of my house, which remains a ruin, while each of you is busy with your own house. Therefore, because of you, the heavens have withheld their dew and the earth its crops. I called for a drought on the fields and the mountains on the grain, the new wine, the olive oil, and everything else the ground produces on people and livestock and all the labor of your hands. Then Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, Joshua, son of Jozadak, the high priest, and the whole remnant of the people obeyed the voice of the Lord their God and the message of the prophet Haggai, because the Lord their God had sent him, and the people feared the Lord." Haggai the lord's messenger gave this message to the lord um, of the lord to the people i am with you declares the lord so the lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel son of Shealtiel governor of judah and the spirit of joshua son of joseph Jezod- the high priest and the spirit of the whole remnant of the people they came and began to work on the house of the lord almighty their god on the 24th day of the sixth month amen
0: As I've already said, we're in uh, together this morning. Uh, Please do keep your Bibles open in Haggai chapter 1. And there's also a handout on your tables if you'd like to follow along. Most of the answers, actually all of the answers that you're going to need there are going to be in yellow on the screen. So look out for those. Uh, Let me pray and then we'll um, begin. Father, thank you so much that you are a living God, that Jesus has risen from the dead that he has given everyone who has come to him his spirit. And we do pray now that your Holy Spirit would be working in us to change us for your glory. Amen. Great. So, this morning, I would like you guys to be builders. okay? And what I'm going to do in order for you to be builders is I'm going to give you some marshmallows and I'm going to give you some spaghetti... I'd like you to try with using these two things to try and build the tallest tower that you can. Has to stand up. Okay? You've only got, let's say, three minutes okay? Yeah? Three minutes to do this. And what needs to happen is one person from each table needs to come and collect a bag of marshmallows and a bunch of spaghetti. And as soon as you get back to your tables, you can begin. If you don't have a table, you can still come. You want to do that? You got one? Got one? (coughs) Brill. Well done. Great. Do you need one? Say, you got one? Yeah, Gary, take that one. And here's a bunch. Here you go, guys. If if you need more, Vivian. If you want, um, Vivian.
1: Elizabeth, if, if people are short or there's people without,
0: do you want to? Um, there's a bit of spaghetti left.
1: No, no, no. Do I pick Thank you. Okay,
0: so you've got three minutes.
1: You've
0: got to try and build the tallest tower that you can. Work on your tables. By the way, you can break the spaghetti. Okay, so you can break this. Sp- you can snap the spaghetti in half. That's that's allowed. All right, <clears throat> if you want to do that.
1: I eat it
0: Okay guys, it's one minute gone. One minute of your three has gone. (coughs) Please do not eat the marshmallows. (laughs) You're supposed to be building with them, not eating them. (laughs) Okay, two minutes have gone, two minutes have passed. So you've got one minute left. Okay, you got 30 seconds. Yeah. Everybody did say that 3 minutes was a was a good time. 30 seconds. Okay, 10 seconds. All right, can we count down from 10? Here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 Okay, right, let's uh, stop building. Take a seat so that we can see all the towers. Let's have a look. Now, who reckons they've got the tallest tower? Tashinga? Tashinga, is that freestanding? Uh, it's a bit dodgy. Josh, what about that one, Joshua? Oh, no, it's falling down. Whoops. Uh, Penny, how are you getting on? Is there any tower at the back there? No. Oh. Okay. Uh, do you know what? I think the Robinsons might just have it. Oh! Okay, I tell you what. Do you want to take that one to the Robinsons and see whether it's taller? Do you have a taller one? There was a giant in our pack. That's not our fault. No, they've got one too. They've got one too. Go on then. Tardy, you, you take that over there. You, you take that over there. I reckon it's between these two. So, let's see, who do we think is the winner? Really? Oh! (laughs) It Took it with him, it took it with him, brilliant. Okay, right, we won't, um, we'll we'll go, I think the Robinson's probably won, seeing as Dishingas took it out, Um, there you go, fantastic. All right. Um, that is brilliant now look it doesn't uh, matter Uh, i've asked you to be builders okay you've done some building it doesn't really matter whether your tower was the winner or not whether it's tall or not whether it fell down or not all i've said is i want you to do some building and you've done that now we probably don't do that every day do we we're probably not builders every day but that's exactly what this passage says to us this morning that what that what god wants us to be doing he wants us to build. That's the big point of our Bible passage this morning, okay? So I want you to say that, okay, we've got some really just simple actions, all we need to say, all we need to remember, the big thing we need to remember today is that God wants us to build, okay? Can you do that? God wants us to build. Alright, God wants us to build. Now the obvious question, the big question is what is it that God wants us to build? Does he want us to build Marshmallow towers out of marshmallows and spaghetti. Well, that would be fun. No, he doesn't actually. Does he want us to build tall towers? No, not at all. What we see here in Haggai 1 is that God wants us to build this thing. Now, who knows what this is? Anybody know or remember? Go on, TJ. It's a temple. It is God's uh, temple. That's what God uh, wants us to build. Now we know that because Haggai was written in the second year, if you look at verse 1, the second year of King Darius, And what's, what that means is it was, it was uh, written at the time of Ezra, chapter 4 and chapter 5. And if you remember the book of Ezra, which we did ages and ages ago, what's happened is God has brought his people out of exile, who's rescued his people, and he said, I want you to build my temple. And they get on, they start building, okay, so we can, can we start building like this? They start building in Ezra, and then some really mean people come along and they say stop building and the building stops okay it stops and it stops and it stops but God wants them to build so what he does is he sends this man called Haggai and he says Haggai effectively comes along and says look get on with it come on Start rebuilding the temple again. Get on with building the temple because this is what God wants you to do. The temple was the place where God would come to live with his people. It's the place where the people would go to worship God. And so God really wants them to build it. Now, it's really important to say that this, Haggai, and this is not where we are. Okay? We don't have a temple to build like this one. We don't, we're not building a temple out of bricks. Okay, out of real bricks. What we see in the Bible is actually Jesus is the true temple. And as we go to him, as we worship him, he comes to live in us. And so the church, the people who believe in Jesus, are now his temple. This is what you see. Uh, okay, so the people are the church. This is what you see in Ephesians chapter 2. And you can feel your first thing, is, uh, uh, thing in here. This is what it says. In him, that's Jesus the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being, See, if you believe in Jesus, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. You see, we, the people, are now God's temple. And if you read through the rest of Ephesians, what you see is the way that we build the temple is we help one another to know Jesus more. We're trying to build one another up in Jesus. And that's what God wants us to do. God wants us to build. Can we do that once again? God wants us to build. Can we? you've got to do it louder than that. God wants us to build. Brilliant. Now, even though our temple looks different, as Haggai comes to speak to the people, the message is the same. The message is that God wants us to build. And we know that from Haggai because the first thing we see... Is actually, there's no building going on. This is the first thing we see this morning that the people are too busy to build. People are too busy to build. Okay, that's the first thing we see. The people are too busy to build. So remember, the work stopped because of some really bad enemies around who've come along and said, Stop working, stop working. But they're not around anymore. They're not causing trouble anymore. by the time that we get to Haggai. And the building just never gets going again. And here's what the people are saying. The people are saying, the time's not yet come to rebuild the Lord's house. They just don't think it's the right time. And so they just don't do anything. But Haggai comes along to them, he says, really? Now's not the time? He says, is it a time for you yourselves to be living in your houses while this house, the Lord's house, remains a ruin? You see, it's not that it wasn't the right time to be building the temple; it's that the people were the too busy with their own houses, with their own lives. Okay, so let's get some people. I need three volunteers to help us see this. Okay, to come out here. So, yeah, go on, Bethany, Maya, and Grace. Do you want to come out? Oh, you are a star. Come and sit down on these chairs for a second. So you have some people here, okay, and you guys are living in your own houses, all right, you sit back in your own houses, but actually it's not that you're not doing anything, you're not lazy, you're just really, really busy doing everyday life, okay. So you're busy gardening, get up and garden, dig, 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 that's it, you're gardening, 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 and you're busy eating, eat, 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 eat. You're busy drinking, drink, 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 drink. You're busy buying clothes, can you get dressed? Okay, lots of of clothes. And you're busy working for money. Yeah, money. Yeah, money, money, money. So you're busy doing all these things, but what you find is actually you never have enough. So it says here, you've planted much, dig, dig, dig. You're gardening, gardening, gardening. But actually, you've got little. There's nothing. Okay? You eat, uh, but you never have enough. You're always hungry. Rumble, rumble, rumble. You drink but you're so thirsty, you never have your fill. You put on clothes, okay, but you're never warm. You're never warm, that's it. And you earn wages, you earn money, but it all just seems to go to nothing. So the people, you see, they just need to keep doing these things, and keep doing these things, and keep doing these things, because they never, ever have enough. It seems as if they never have enough. And so these things just take up so much time and so much time that they never, ever have time for God's house or to build God's house. And so they say, oh, now's not the time. Now's not the time. Okay, well done, guys. Give them a big round of applause. Sit down. Now, look, we know, don't we, that we have to do these things. Okay, so mum and dads have to work children have to go to school we need to buy clothes we need to eat and drink these are really good things that God has given us to do and the problem is not that we do them the problem is that sometimes that's all we do now that can be true of the church can't it so even people that believe in Jesus life can be so busy that we never do any building of God's house now let's just think about this, okay, we might come along, might come along to church, might attend, but building is much more active, isn't it? It it, it means we have to do some work. And sometimes we could see things that we could do, maybe we might meet to pray with somebody, or maybe we can see that uh, we need to serve in a particular way, or maybe we can see that somebody needs some encouragement, but actually we think, I've just got to do this, and so I can't do that. And God says in verse 5, I want you to think about this. Okay, I want you to think about your ways. Give careful thought to your ways. Are we too busy to do what God wants us to do? What is it that God wants us to do? Why is Haggai speaking to the people? God wants us to build. That's right. Now the problem is, that for all the time that we're too busy, there's an, actually there's a much bigger problem. This is the second thing that we see this morning, that God opposes the people, and he opposes the proud people. God opposes the proud. The second thing we see, God opposes the proud. So God's pointed out this problem, isn't he? He says, look, you think you're too busy. You think it's not the right time. And then he just tells them straight, he says but I want you to go and build the house. I want you to go and build my house. What does God want? God wants us to build. And that's what we see here in verse 8, but it's for a very special reason. Just have a look at verse 8. God says to them directly, he says, go up to the mountains, bring down the timber, and build my house. Get on with it. But here's the reason. So that I may take pleasure in it, and I may be honoured. You see, God's house was the place where God lives, and so he wants them to build so he can do just that, so he can come and take pleasure in it, and so that he can come and live with the people, and they can come and worship him. And so all the time that the people are saying we're too busy, it's not that they just don't want to build, it's that they don't want God. They just want to live their own lives without him. Now that's what the Bible calls sin, Saying, no, I don't want your ways, I want my way. I want to do what I want to do. And actually, more than that is what the Bible calls pride. And God hates that. So what he does is he goes against the people. You see in verse 9, he says, you're busy, 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 and everything that you brought home, I blew it away. Why did I do that? Because you're not doing what I'm asking you to do. You're just going your own way. You're building your own houses. So what happens is God makes the rain stop falling. This is all in verse 10 and 11. He makes the plants stop growing. He goes against their work and he goes against them. God opposes the proud people. Now let's have a couple of people again up here to help us with this. Uh, Go on, Abby and Joshua. Do you want to come up? Okay, so there you are. You are digging, 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 and you're working, working, working for all that you have, okay? Work, 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 work. And you think that you are actually getting a lot, okay? So here you go, Joshua, hold out your hand, all right? So he, you've got all this stuff, all right? Here it is. Well done, Abby, you keep digging, all right? Hold out your hand for a second. Now you think that this is great. You think you're doing brilliantly. But we can see, actually, it's not much at all, isn't it? And what happens in verse 9? God comes along and he goes... And he just blows it all away. And it comes to nothing. You see, God is opposing the proud people. Right, well done, guys. You go and sit down. Fantastic. Now, look, we might think to ourselves, surely that's not the way that God treats us. Surely that's not what God would do. Well, he might not make our ground like this. Okay? Okay. But what we see in this passage is exactly what the New Testament says. God opposes the proud. And if you were to go home and read that chapter, James chapter 4, you would see that what God does is he opposes people who want loads and loads and loads of things, but never want him. And that is what is going on when we're just too busy to build the church. So if we don't want to serve the Christians around us, The people who God lives in, we don't want what God wants. We we don't want to make much of him. And in chasing after all the other things that we want, we, we never really get what we want. We're never really happy. Because at the end of the day, we're doing this, aren't we? We've seen this picture a couple of times before. We're working against God. Now I need to say that this is not a good thing. And if you're not a Christian here if this is what you're doing for your whole life, that won't end well. You can see, can't you, there's only going to be one winner. It won't end well when you meet God. But you see, God is telling us this. He lovingly tells us this because he wants us to think about it and he wants us to turn back to him and then want what he wants. Now that's the last thing we see this morning, but before we see that we're going to stand up and sing a song that helps us just to say sorry to God for all the times that perhaps we haven't been bothered about the church and we, we haven't been bothered about God himself. All the times that we put ourselves above him. So let's stand and sing Two Sins. Great, so that song, it helps us, doesn't it, to say sorry, and then it helps us to turn back to God. We're saying we want to live for you, we want to turn back to you, and that is what we must do, but it's also what we see in our passage this morning. Okay, here's the last thing we see. Turn back to God and build. Turn back to God and build. Last thing we see. So the people, they hear what God says to them, and this is what happens in verse 12, amazingly. The whole remnant of the people, so all the people... They obeyed the voice of the Lord, their God. They want to live for him. They want to go up and build now, but they're turning back to him. Now, what do you think God would say at that point? Here's the amazing thing. Even though they've turned away from him, here's what God says. He says, I am with you. I am with you. That's an amazing thing for him to say. I am with you. And then they start building his temple. Here you go, verse 14. They came and then began the work on the house of the Lord Almighty, their God. So they turn back to God, and then they build. And the brilliant thing about what we see here is that they're not on their own. God is with them, and God actually moves them to build. So, I just need one person out here again. uh, but you, TJ, why don't you come out? Because um, you've had your hand up a number of times. So we've been doing this, haven't we? We've been saying God wants us to build. TJ, you go for it. You face everybody, okay? You, 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 you be building, great, brilliant. But actually, what's going on, okay? Is God is with them and He's the one making them build. They're never on their own. They're not doing it on their own, okay? What well mate. Off you go. Sit down. Um, that's what's happening. God is with them. He's the one, really, who's building. He's just doing it through them. He's using his people. Now, the reason that God does that is because he is their God. And even though they didn't want him, he loves his people so much that he will do anything to be with them and see that his name is honoured. Now, we know that clearly, don't we, because of what happened here, because he sent his son to, to die on a cross to pay for our sin and bring us back to him. And you might want to do that this morning for the very first time, knowing that God wants to be with you, okay, wants to be your God, for the very first time you might want to turn back to him this morning. If you want to do that, please talk to somebody about it afterwards. Or it might be, you might be here someone, you, you've, you've wanted to live for God, you, 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 you're a Christian... And you know you've been too busy for him. But you want to turn back to God again. Either way, the promise that we see here is true. God says, I am with you. And it's exactly the same promise that Jesus gives us as we go to him and we follow him. As we help other people to follow him, look at what Jesus says to us. Jesus says, I am with you always. Surely I am with you always. In Matthew 28... And that is then how we build the church today. We help others follow Jesus, but we do it with his help. We help others follow Jesus, but we know that Jesus is with us. Now you might be here, and you might still be thinking, but I'm too busy, I can see all of this, but I really am too busy. I'm too busy, I've got this, 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 this to do. But one way to do this is just in all the busyness of life, bring other people into your business you know all of us need to eat and drink and this week i am going to eat 21 meals i'm going to sit down at my table and eat 21 times why not just share one of those meals with someone else just one and just just tell them something about jesus encourage them in jesus you know point them towards jesus now the really good news is that's not impossible You don't need to be a certain type of person. You don't need to have something special about you because Jesus says, I am with you. I want you to do this and I am with you to do it. So we turn back to him first and foremost and then we build. That's what God wants us to do, isn't it? Let's say it one last time. God wants us to build. So much so that Jesus says... I am with you. Let's pray together and then we're going to sing again. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much that you are so good to us that you point out to us that we may be just too busy for you and you point out to us just how serious that is. Father, please help us to think about that. Please help us to think about how we use our time. And help us always, Father, to be a church that's coming back to you, knowing that you're with us, and then seeking to build your church for your glory. Amen.